action alleviates anxiety. This is the Music Fit Podcast. Let's do this thing. Yo, you're now listening to the Music Fit Podcast. And if you keep on listening, you're going to learn how to bring that inner rock star out and level the F up both on and off the stage of life. I'm your host, the rock doctor, Mike Schwartz, and I empower musicians to become rock stars with the Music Fit Method. I'm an artist myself, and my true magic lays in holistic movement, nutrition, and mindset coaching. I'm known in the biz as the trusted authority of musician wellness. I get to chat with the gangsters that are changing the world in the health and wellness space and also get to chat with the artists and music industry professionals that are tuned in, you know, to get the inside on how they've conquered the biggest challenges of the rock star lifestyle. Now, without further ado, let's get into the show. Yo, gangsters, it's been a minute, you know, I, uh, I want to thank you first off for your patience and understanding things have been have been wild and interesting as I'm sure they've been for you but yeah we've been off for about a month or so you know resorting out the the life I'm sure many of you can relate um, it's a wild time it's a real wild time right now we're uh, this past week we experienced uh, um, in Australia anyways we didn't but in Australia we've experienced a, a heck of a lot of very interesting things going on. Um, number one being in, you know, the, the once peaceful demonstrations for freedom, um, now turning much more violent and chaotic. And right in the middle of that, smack, boom. You know it's the apocalypse when Australia gets an earthquake. Wild times. Wild, wild times. And the point of talking about all this is that it's, it's drumming up a lot of anxiety. And off the top of the show, you heard, you know, action dispels or alleviates anxiety. And one of the things that I, I would invite you to explore if you are feeling anxious about what's next and uh, what you should be doing, whether it's the vaccine bullshit, the mask mandates, all the stuff that is really just tearing this world apart be by the ridiculousness of uh, an us versus them mentality. What I invite you to do if you are feeling that pressure, that anxiety, is to explore the idea of taking action and owning what you can own. And that is your choice. That is your decision. That is the power that you were, you were gifted at birth with that somewhere down the line may or may not have been uh, robbed from you. So with that, let's spin it into some positivity here. Quick little language game. Think about what your biggest problem is in life. Write it down. You've got a real problem. Like even just keep it simple this week. What's, what's the biggest problem you've had this week? I got a real problem getting up in the morning. You know, maybe it's just that kind of week. You're just feeling bummed. You want to stay in bed. I've been there. I get it. I know lots of people. I mean, a lot of people I coach. That's the thing. Now, you wrote it down. I want you to read it out loud. I got a real problem staying in bed. I got a real problem brushing my teeth. I got a real problem drinking too much. Got a real problem talking with my spouse. Got a real problem standing up for myself. Whatever it is. Think about that for a moment. Now I want you to read it out loud. And think about what you're feeling when you say that. Alright? It could be anxiety. It could be fear. It could be anger. It could be whatever. Anything is good. All right answers. Think about where you're feeling that sensation. Is it feeling like a weight? Is it feeling like you've got something in your shoulders? You've got something on your chest? There's a reason those things exist. 
Now, take that piece of paper you wrote that down on, cross the word problem out. Got a real problem with sleeping in, whatever. Cross the word out and replace it with opportunity. Got a real opportunity with waking up early. What? What? What just happened? Read that shit out loud, all right? Oftentimes we bury ourselves in problems when with a quick look to the left, we can change that perspective, all right? And our guest here today is going to explain how the F that happens in a very concise manner simply by taking action. All right. I'm very excited to bring to the show Dustin Thibodeau, a fellow enlisted coach and pirate. We just went to town. We broke this thing up into two parts. So very excited to share with you part one of my conversation with Dustin. And before we get to that, this is Sam Ryder with Tiny Riot on the Music Fit Podcast. Crank this one up. There's a feeling, there's a fire. There's a whisper preaching to the choir Take the leaders and the liars Throw your fears on the funeral pyre Keep on breathing, don't go under Keep your ear to the ground, hear the thunder When the earthquakes and the ground shakes Throw your caution to the wind when the storm breaks Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Got another episode of the Music Fit Podcast. I am super pumped to talk to with, uh, we got another pirate on board here, guys. <laughs> got Dustin Thibodeau. And I did want to get that right because Quebecois would serve me. And I know some of you are Quebecois. You'd really butcher me if I got the French part of that wrong. So Dustin, welcome to the party, my man. Tell me a little bit about yourself. And before we get into that, I want to really identify with the, the song we just heard in there for folks that don't know. Tell me about that walk-up jam, man. 
Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, Mike. I'm excited to, to talk with a fellow pirate. Um, yeah, man, that song, I found it recently and it's something that I, I've listened to majority of the mornings and it, it, it follows, you know, into what we're going to be talking about and discussing here. Um, tiny, right. It's, it's get out and take action, take action for yourself. And, and for me, it's taking action and, and, connecting with other people, putting myself out there, helping people figure out their health and their life and their well-being and mindset physically, mentally. And that song is just wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever your journey, your story is that you have, like, man, listening to that song, it's like, yeah, it's good to take action, like take action. That is the best thing for anybody to do, no matter what it is, is start taking action. Fuck, dynamite, dynamite. And I love how you say that because that just gives us a really good lay of the land. I want to I want to really give you an opportunity of how when we talk about how we got connected through the enlifted community, through language and words and, and story work. And would you mind diving in on how you took action in, in even getting into that and how we became uh, pals? Yeah, man, the, the story work game. So you know, myself, I am a, a coach and I've been in the, man, healthcare. I worked as a physical therapist assistant for upwards of 14 years, been working in a gym since right out of college and, and uh, opened up a CrossFit gym in 2012, first one in town. And so I've been in that physical fitness realm for a long time. And in the healthcare field with PT, working in outpatient and, and home health for a long time. So coaching and helping people with physical working out or rehabilitation and all this stuff and being in the, in the fitness side, um, I've always been aware of the mindset and what people, you know, our language around like getting better. If, if I go to a patient's house and say, oh, I can't get up, I can't get out of my chair. As a therapist, I'm like, hmm, as I don't, you might believe that, but I don't believe that. So I always had this awareness with, even in myself, think positive, you know, I've always like, look at the positive side of things. It's just something I've always done, but it's a lot more than that, as we both know. Um, but yeah, man, so getting, being aware of language and going through my coaching career, going from a physical therapist into okay, I'm going to start really helping people change their life, their lifestyle and getting into more of the language and realizing for myself being coached on my language, as in when I go and I'm like, what do you want? And I'll say what I don't want was one of the first big things is like my coach got me whenever I got to a point where it's like, okay, I'm hiring a coach. Uh, I went through the strong coach and still a, a, a part of that community. It's amazing with Mike Bledsoe and all those guys love them, man. And going through that. And before that, I already knew, I already had some awareness with words in my mindset, how powerful it was and started changing, making these changes on my own. And then when I got to this point where there's like, Oh, I'm, I'm saying what I don't want, like, damn, this is what I've been focusing on. So obvious, it's obvious why I'm not achieving or moving in the direction my life with my career, my business, my identity, because of my, these, these deeper patterns that we have, these, these deeper programmings that we have in our mindset that's going to keep us focused on what we don't want, what we're scared of, or, you know, not believe in ourselves and all this stuff. And so going through that myself and then uh, realizing this, this mindset game is deeper and then coming across Mark England through the strong coach and getting story worked myself. It's like, wow. Yeah. I, this, you know, I was already coaching and, and helping people with mindset was a big thing, but whenever I found this and lifted and, and got in this community is really understood the power and the, and, and the, how deep it is to mindset is everything. Mindset is a foundation for anything you want to do or achieve in, in your life, yeah. especially health and fitness. So yeah, man, enlisted was, I'm in and it's, it's, here we are. There you go, man. Well, I mean, we were talking off air too. I mean, your, your background is so rich in sport. Um, and it, like, did you, did you play much when you were, when you were a kid, when you were growing up, what was your sport? Yeah, man, take it way back. I actually 
I bowled for, dude, I started bowling when I was three years old. What? Fun, fun fact. I hadn't talked about this. Yeah, dude, I used to be, I'm, I am a damn good bowler. You Shit. know, say that. But no, Shit. yeah, I bowled from when I was three until I went to, uh, I played college baseball and I played college baseball at Juco. Wow. And so I bowled from three to 18 and was very good at bowling. Got very good at it at a young age. Um, like bowling in programs and beating professionals who are making a career out of it when I was 13, 14 years old. <laughs> but, yeah. So that was fun. I got really good at something young. And, you know, so even looking back at that man with mindset, it, it plays all into that. You know, it's mm. like, if I, if I thought I was a shitty bowler, I couldn't do it, then I would have never succeeded. So it's, it started early, even in, in sport. Like, yeah, this is, this is huge. You know, you can look at mindset in sports as you got to have it. Yeah. But if you want to, if you want to be any worth anything. So yeah, I did that. And I played baseball high school and like I said, college. So I played two years of Juco college. So very competitive, a very, you know, high level, high level for, for Juco. And, and Mm. uh, yeah, man, a lot of fun, a lot of fun those days. What what position you play, man? I was a middle infielder. Oh yeah. Middle infielder, second base in college and, you know, could play anywhere. Just yeah. put third base, you know, just wherever I need to go, just put me in. I'm ready. Cool, man. That's a good yeah. attitude for life in general. And that's something yes. that we pick up in, in things like uh, the, the team aspect of, of sport and also in music too. And I often have that conversation of how musicians, my, I, I call the people I work with my artist athletes, right. And bringing those, uh, the, the athletic lessons that we learn from sport, you know, the, the mindset, especially I want to dive deep on that because it sounds to me again, talking off air, it sounds to me and looking at your, your profile, things have shifted and you've got a very specific audience that you like to work with. Um, let's talk about that, man. Who, who does Dustin now work with? How do we bring that mindset? How do we bring that athletic prowess to the game to uh, continue to help your audience now? Yeah, man. So I'll take you back a, a little bit farther back into more recent uh, story for me is, is, you know, last year I was during a bit beginning of COVID, I was able to retire, quit my job as a physical therapist assistant, something that I did for, I was in that field for 13, 14 years. And so I worked outpatient most of that time working rehabilitation and surgeries and all this stuff. And so whenever we moved to Hawaii, I took the opportunities like, man, I'm working home health. It's like, this is the best place to work home health. I always wanted, if I ever said, if I ever left uh, my hometown of Picky, Mississippi and leave this, I was going to do home health. And it was like perfect opportunity. So I did home health there for three years, home health PT. And so got to drive all over the island, go into so many different homes, meet so many cool people, interesting people. Like, man, I love going into somebody's house and seeing who they were. Maybe they was 100% Hawaiian, very rare, you know, just very cool people. Or maybe they was from Korea. Or maybe it was, dude, my first client I had on, by myself was a 98-year-old Japanese doctor who spoke no English. And I'm like, how am I going to do rehab this guy i'm like what and so I, dude like i put I, that sports mindset like baseball like i'm ready like i remember get there it's like here we go let's see how this goes and dude it was awesome it's it's, it's something i remember to this day. i can remember his house i can remember working with him and it was very cool that we was able to communicate through body language and all this stuff and help him get stronger just so he can stand up and walk to the bathroom safely or get up out of his chair independently you know and so wow man yeah it it was a very very awesome experience i took so much away from it but what else i got to see and work with was man home health these patients are getting out of uh just getting released from the hospital Maybe it was an emergency room visit. Maybe it was a stay in the hospital for whatever disease or whatever their diabetes or a heart attack or stroke, um, whatever got them into the hospital and getting back home is when we come in. 
to get them stronger so that they can get up out of bed, so that they can walk, so that they can regain their balance, um, so that they can just maybe roll over in bed. And dude, see so, I've seen so many different things as in um, disease, like the, the, the trenches. I call it the trenches. Like you're working with some pretty families in there to help out mom. Families are in there to help out grandma or living. This is life changing shit. And so it's, it's, and, and working in that and, and man, a lot of it was like, it's very touching, especially to the patients who had enough, who were still young. And I'm talking, I've had patients, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, who, who, are getting the treatment because of chronic disease through uh, it start, you know, we can look, you could, we can talk about it where, you know, how it goes back, but diabetes, being overweight, not taking care of themselves, drinking too much, smoking too much, eating too much fast food, not working out, not exercising, mm. and has led to a life of disease and complete 180s when you say you're 55 year old male, 60 year old male who has a stroke. Here comes early retirement, like it or not, your life has changed. And so working with these people and being the person that I am with my background in health and just diving into it and learning all the shit for myself so I can be healthy and feel good. And yeah, like be able to do whatever the fuck I want to do whenever I want to do it to be able to go hiking when I'm hundred years old. Like, this is my mindset. So I'm, I'm doing like, this is why I work out. This is why I eat what I do, drink what I do, how I wake up, sleep and how I enjoy every bit of my, my minutes of the day, enjoying myself or enjoying my, my company, being my family, connecting with my wife, being present with my kids, playing my kids. It's all a part of that. So man, uh, working with, the, the clients that really touched me and really had a huge impact in my life were the ones who were, you know, not old in their fifties in their sixties who worked their whole life, did everything they were supposed to do, worked the job, put in their 20, 25, 30 years for retirement, went to the doctor, took all the prescription pills that the doctor's been prescribing them over the last 10, 15, 20 years, um, did everything. But yet here they find themselves not being able to enjoy the last 30, 40 years of their life because of their health, because they had a stroke, because they had a heart attack. Maybe they had, had to get a limb chopped off because of diabetes. And they asked me, Could I have done anything different? Know what I say? <laughs> yeah. You, there's a lot of things you could have done different. You could have ate better. You could have ate this. You could have exercised. You could have went on more walks. You could have, you know, done a few little things. Not, not, you know, looking back now, it's like, it's not a whole lot to drink more water. No. To go for a walk, to exercise, exactly. like, yeah. to avoid these things. And so... Man, there was a few times that got really emotional when a patient who, uh, you know, an actual patient who was blind, mm. had no vision, and he went blind because of diabetes. That's what happens. That's something that's very common to happen. The diabetes, the glucose, all this stuff is going to attack certain cells, and, and your optical cells are one of them that gets attacked, and you go blind. And so when this guy who had diabetes for 20 plus years and he's asking the nurse who, who's in there, the nurse has gone over nutrition with him from uh, the hospital, from the healthcare system and the nutrition advice that they're given this diabetic is <laughs> completely as backwards as in like carbs out just, yeah, eat, eat the carbs, eat all this. It's like, the, there's nothing about like the main thing that's causing diabetes is having one having too much carbohydrate intake, too much, too much sugar sugars, yeah. in the blood, too much glucose oh. in the blood. This is what is 
like, yeah, man, it, this is the advice that is given them, like the, the nurse. And so in that moment, the nurse, I had talked with him before. He was another a young dad that we had talked and he knew me. He's like, man, get Dustin to tell you and about nutrition and this stuff. And I actually, dude, as a PTA, I had no like right i could have got fired if somebody comes in there and i'm telling this guy like oh yeah no man don't eat bread don't eat the little debbies that you have in your kitchen that i see no don't drink that juice no don't yeah. drink that orange juice all yeah. this stuff that's loaded with sugar that's gonna make his diabetes worse and i could lose my job if if my boss or somebody told me that because i'm not a diet a registered yeah, dietitian yeah. it's out of your scope right yeah 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 but in reality being the pirate that I am, I'm just telling this guy, I was like, yeah, man, this is, uh, yes, this is diabetes type two is 100% reverse reversible. Yes. You could have did something. And this, this man gets so emotional. Why the fuck my doctor didn't tell me how to do this. And, uh, you know, it, it, it hits me that the magnitude of this, 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 grown man is is blind and he is so frustrated and furious that he has no eyesight for something that if he was taught and really told and educated how to change his lifestyle and change a few things that he's eaten so he can start reversing the effects of diabetes start lowering the, the blood sugar and then he wouldn't have became diabetic and lost his eyesight. Wow. And, and so that takes me to, you know, after doing that enough, it's like, okay, I really wanted to help these people. I would, I would really spend a lot more time educating people and who were, who wanted to know. And that's this other sad thing is a lot of people didn't give two shits didn't want to get better but there was a, a few of them who still had their cognition wasn't mentally messed up either because it causes a lot of alzheimer's and parkinson's and all this stuff it's all comes from lifestyle nutrition mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. that's facts yeah so yeah man and and you know a lot of these people and i, I so i step back and looks like how can i help these people out how can i help the system how can i help these nurses that are in the trenches putting band-aids on on bullet like gaping bullet holes in these patients and these lifestyles like just to take your medicine to keep them alive that's the other thing they're just dying longer i heard somebody say that the other day i forget the quote but it's not mine but you know pharmaceuticals just helps you die longer not live longer i'm about you know we're about living longer and yeah. enjoying life and so yeah man i looked at it and it's like okay how can i help have the biggest impact is like okay look at myself oh yeah i can help i can help dads dads who are you know getting 30 35 you're 34 years old i'm 35 years old so we know um if you're not taking care of yourself your health is gonna you're gonna your energy the way your body feels your drive, your motivation. If you're not taking care of yourself, it really starts to magnetize here. Yeah. yeah. Decline oh, and yeah. the symptom, the symptoms get bigger. That, that takes it back to where, you know, working with, with, with dads, 30, 40, 50 years old, who, who still have time to change to, to, you know, maybe you've been trying your whole life and, and trying the health and nutrition and we do It's complicated. It's confusing. And I think it's not by accident either. You know, but there are simple ways. And to get to where you just said, it's like, man, there's a way to have your cake and eat it too. You yeah, can dude. still party. You can still enjoy yourself. Still, yeah. you know, but get get the get the things right most of the time. Like get you some, get your your mind, get your mindset right is where it starts. And I know that's what we're gonna dive into also. And that's man. that's why it's so important, man. We can talk all the routines and habits and the diets, all this stuff, but if your mind's not right, it's not going to work. No, it Engage works. Knowledge. It, it, it works for like however long it works for. And then when it doesn't, you, you start to build up this complex. This is what I, what I've experienced anyways. I want to share this is that I've had those dudes and, and ironically enough, I'm, I'm really happy that you're saying that because I work with some musicians that are dads 
and my lack of fatherhood, <laughs> you know, I'm not dad yet. I have a disconnect because I, I don't understand the ins and outs and the intricacies of being a father. And a great dog dad, Darwin will tell you every day. He, he he's currently out cold, out cold. I wish I could get a picture of this. I will get a picture of this. I'm going to take a picture of this. this, is this. I, I like it. that. I like those translations in real time. Yeah. In I could, I can, I will, because everybody on the show needs to see this picture of my dog, just coma. I'm going to show you right now. This is my dog coma, just dead. Yeah. My point being is that I can relate to a certain demograph being a musician. However, I, I know that there is a certain element that comes with fatherhood. My brother, my brother's, I love my niece, my nephew. My brother tells me all the time, well, you don't know you're not a dad. I'm like, okay, cool. That's, that's fair. I think that is fair. Cause how much more amplified does life get when you've got to be that, uh, that patriarch of the whole family system and how much influence do you have as a father and in a band situation how many fathers out there are also musicians how many musicians out there are also fathers however you want to word it and where does that like what does it mean when you don't get your shit right as a dad what does that do is that got a tri trickle effect man yeah and you said influence the word that sticked out like how much influence do you have does a dad have mm. i mean i think a the dad has 100% influence that a dad has on your child. Does it mean it's going to, what kind of influence do you want to pass on to your kids? Do you want to pass on influence of drinking too much, eating unhealthy, just not having a good relationship with your food or your nutrition, or is it your mindset, your negativity or your self doubt Whatever that, whatever, whatever it is that you have is getting passed on to your kids. And look, quote from Mark England, we inherit more than our hair and eye color from our parents, our oh, language. Yeah. And so if you're speaking the negations and, and if you're just stressed all the time, this anxiety, this energy, whatever you, whatever energy you're taking home from work or after a gig or after a show, if it's stress, anxiety, or scarcity, that energy is getting passed on to your kid. So if you're unhealthy and you're not taking care of yourself, if your body's stressed, if you're just, that is all getting passed on to your kid and your kid is, is like, Oh, I'm trying to think like, Oh, am I going to be overweight? I mean, dad's overweight, grandpa's overweight, shit, I guess it's just meant to be, or I'm going to have this heart disease, or it's just in the family, it's just genetics, I mean, no, the I fuck that. is not, it's, fuck it's, that. yeah, no, what's, yeah. what's genetical, uh, genetical, I just made a word, uh, that's, that's how, <laughs> how much bullshit that is, okay, what, yes, the, the, it's not the fact that you've got diabetes history. You've got a history of not moving. <laughs> That's what your history is. You've got a history of eating shit. You've got a history <laughs> of doing poor lifestyle decision-making, right? Like that's, that's the, that's the lineage. And it's a story, like you're saying, man, like we're, we're both the, the, the pirate and lifted tribe here. That's something you're telling yourself, man. Go off the deep end on that, Dustin. Go, go to town, buddy. I'm, I'm letting you yeah. start preaching, buddy. This is it. Yeah. What, what do you say to the person that, that, that gives you that? I'm sure you've seen clients. Uh, I, I've, I've definitely had clients tell me that. You know, yeah. And, and to, to, to talk about, look, I get it. I imagine you get it. It's difficult. It's hard. If you're working all the time, if you're stressed all the time, you're always worried about this, going here, going there. You don't have time. You're busy all the time. Seeing the way out, seeing the light, it's like, how? How can I, how can I do this? And it's very frustrating. It's very, it's, it's like, man, what do you do? You try so many times, but then you fail or you fall off. Yeah. And it's like, God, like, it, it seems to be getting inevitable for some people. Mm. And so with what we're saying too is, is look, man, I have 
total compassion for the guys that are, are struggling with weight, worrying about, am I going to have a heart attack when I'm 45 years old? I want to spend time with my kids. I want to be able to keep up with my kids. Like that is, that is a big driver in me because I want you to have the confidence in your health and ability to age and be there for your kids and be the grandparent that you want to be and play with your kids and get on the ground and run. I want to help you have this is the big thing, but that does not happen with that being said. Yeah, we have, I have total compassion for where you are, what, where you at in your lifestyle. But if you say, if you get to a point where you can get through of like, okay, what it is that you want and to say, oh, I don't want to be overweight. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to have a heart attack. I don't want to have diabetes. Once you can get through that mindset and like, okay, what is, do you want? Mm, you want mm-hmm. to be healthy. Yeah. Okay. You want to bet, you want to keep up with your kids. You want to play with your kids. You want to be, uh, have confidence in your health and, and future health. You want yeah. to be confident in yourself. Yeah. Get to that mindset. Once you get there and start changing your, your perspective from looking at what you don't want to what you want, that is the number one step. No matter if you're a hundred pounds overweight or if you're 10 pounds overweight, or you just want to just have more energy. That is where it starts. Can we do a live uh, translation on that? I think that's super valuable. Like all, like I hear this, I heard this even in a, a coaching session just this morning that I had. Um, I, I suck. I suck with nutrition. I don't, I don't want to suck with nutrition anymore. I don't, I don't know how to make a great breakfast shit like that. Like all these negations that for, for those that are, are following along with it, with a negation, all the stuff that Dustin has already just said, the stuff that you don't want, we tend to focus down that lane. And in doing so we bring that shit to us. Right. So if I'm, if I'm sitting down with you and I'm saying, listen, Dustin, I'm, I don't want my left knee to hurt anymore. I don't want to be in pain anymore. That's what I hear a lot of, especially as musicians. Mm-hmm. I don't want my elbow to hurt anymore. What do we, how do you take me through that? How do you, how do you, how do you work with that? I'm a dad. I've got kids. I don't want to get home late from the gig anymore. My elbow hurts. I don't want to feel pain anymore. And I don't want to miss out on my kids uh, growing up. Yeah. Simple, man. Okay. What do you want? And it's, it's right there. It's a stop. It's, it's a pattern interrupt. It's like, Oh, same thing I went through. Mm. It's, it's like, it makes you stop because it's so, it's like, yeah, God, like we, we're in pain. We're overweight. We don't feel good. We're tired all the time. It's top of mind. Mm. Cause that's all you're fucking thinking about really. Mm-hmm. And it's create, it's, it's creating that in your reality. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be overweight. I don't want to be tired. I don't want to be exhausted when I get home. Like, okay, well, what do you want? Oh, uh, I want to feel good. I want to, I want to have energy. I want to have the energy after work. I want to, I want to play with my kids. I want to be able to keep up with my kids. Okay. Now we're talking. Now we're going somewhere. You want this, you want this, you want this. Then from there is where we can, that is that as a coach, it's meeting you where you are. Everybody's different. Everybody's work schedule is different. Everybody's gigs playing different everything is different but there are principles that we know that work mm-hmm. and once you start doing these things and, and once you get your mind in that 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 place that's whenever you can start putting your mind on like okay yeah i don't i do drink a lot of coke i do i do rely on energy drink okay well let's start drinking more water let's start eating start eating breakfast what are you eating for breakfast oh and start putting your attention on there versus stuck on what you don't want and then when you start doing those things look man you start feeling better your joint your right. inflammation goes down yeah when, yeah when you clean up your diet when you start moving or you start sleeping more whatever it is you know yeah. where whatever it is for you that you get to give a little bit more love and energy to yourself right now is it enough just to say it that's that's one thing that i've heard too like oh yo cool i want that okay yeah well, I want a million dollars, you know, is it enough? What's your process on that? When you get that person that you maybe, okay, they're, they're, they're leaning in. Okay, cool. I, I want to feel more energetic so I can play with my kids. 
what's the, what do we do? Is that, is that just enough to say that? Yeah. And so just to, just to dive in a little bit more, and this is, this is goal process, man, is why or because, and, and you said it, it's like, yeah, I want to, I want to, what else do you want to do? How will your life be like, you know, really think about it, really paint that image in your mind, get that feeling. Cause we know, look, man, our imagination is strong. We, we create, we create. And so really get the image of what you want. So then, yeah, that's, that's starting to shape the identity, mm-hmm. you know, right. Get saying the words, writing it down, right. focus on it, putting it in your mind, creating this identity and putting it in your mind is huge. Mm. But going back to the song, tiny riot. And what we talked about taking action, you have to have action. You have to start doing something. It doesn't have to be going clean out your whole kitchen and pantry right away, but you've got to take action. Put something in the calendar as a walk, a run, going to the gym, Mm -hmm. eating, like start doing something. And once you start doing that, man, and you know, as a coach, once you get people moving in that direction, it's like, oh, yes. I mean, whatever results, whatever you're saying you want, it will come faster than most people can even imagine. That's so key is like first identify it, write it down. That's, I think that's a big step. A lot of people forget, you know, they, they, oh yeah, cool. I, I, I thought about that. And then I asked them, well, when was the last time you wrote that goal down? Oh, well, I mean, oh. yeah. <laughs> you want it to happen, write it down. Commit. Yeah. And little things like that, man. And we know that and that's something that I do love to share and, and Teach guys like look, man. Journal. I know, I know right. dude. <laughs> I've got too many. I've got, got yeah. this one. I got another sitting over there. It's like almost every corner of the room, just in case I'm there and I have a thought. I've got an idea book, which I uh, there's an author, Todd Henry, um, Accidental Creative. Um, that's what one thing I picked up because as creatives, and and I'm sure you're, yourself uh, being so as, as well, you, you get these ideas, these light bulbs, like mm-hmm. oh cool, and then. If you happen to be doing something else at that time, it, poof, it's gone. Mm-hmm. And it was such a great idea. But it's that moment. And I just keep a, a little, even if I'm out on a walk, it's, it's quite literally, it's right here, this little guy. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, that's, and that's the size of it. It's, it's enough to, it's like a big wallet or a phone, right? Mm-hmm. You can pop that in your uh, breast jacket pocket or throw it in your, your pants pocket and you walk around, you get out on a walk where you're in like, that's where your parasympathetics off. And you're like, you're, everything's like, as you said, Aloha Friday, mm-hmm. everything's Aloha, man. And you're just, you're in that vibe and you, you write down that little thought and that's when you can look back and go, okay, how can I action it? And I really love how you said that, man. Is there an example of like what, what you've done in, I don't know, even in the last week, that that has come through and, and you've got a story on that. Uh, yeah. Let me, let me look at my journal right now. I know I had something. Yeah, man. Take it's, it's, and what this is, man. And to make people feel good as in this is an ongoing process, even for us journaling, you know, things, what it is that you want to do. Okay. Gratitude. This is, this is something I started. I've always done, but this week I'm like, okay, this is something I'm doing every morning. I'm, I'm building on it from journaling and little things like that. Yeah. And I, one of the first things as a coach, I get my, my, my dad's, my guys to do. I had a call yesterday. I was like, man, gratitude journal in the morning, wake up. I'm really big on helping people get their day started. And, yeah. and morning routine, because that is where it's so beneficial because we're still waking up. We're changing states. Mm-hmm. And a lot of dads, a lot of men, a lot of people just wake up, check their phone, check their email, check their notifications. And it's, they start their workday stress. The, the, the stress hormones are through the roof. And so like yeah. immediately. And so like it's taken away the little time that you do have with your wife or your kids in the morning and to enjoy yourself before you go to work. And so one of the biggest things, you know, what I do and what I share is I wake up, drink a glass of water, meditate, and then journal. And so that is something, you know, getting 
And, and it could be, you could do this in five minutes. This could be a five minute block and just start there, you know, and, and that's all it takes five minutes and journaling, writing down what I'm grateful for. Like at least, okay, write down, wake up, drink your water, sit down and close your eyes, breathe, feel your body, feel, just, just breathe, take in a few deep breaths, whatever you need to do, breathe, feel it, and then write down what you're grateful for. Three things, what you're grateful for, and let that start your day. So simple, Dustin. It's so simple. And it is, man. This this morning, that's my journal. I started with three and I wrote down a whole page. (laughs) It's a whole page of I'm grateful. I'm thankful for. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, we're in the sharing mode here. We got, yeah, meditations. Like that's, I, I like to start with my breath then my imagery. And then I have my mantras, which change sometimes, but this was the one here today. They, you know, it's, mm-hmm. If I'm feeling something, I'm called to it a little more uh, for a particular event. Uh, I can, I can shape shift, you know, if I've got uh, a couple, like for today, I had a couple focus sessions. I really wanted to be nice, clear and, and uh, re-identify my service for, for today. I'm like, okay, cool. I am going to serve as best as I can to my ability here today. That's what I wake up because I love how you said that the way that you wake up, the way that you show up for yourself is the way the rest of that day is going to go, right? Mm-hmm. You can really turn it on, man. And if you want to level up your game, if you're a musician, if you're, um, if you're a, a stay-at-home dad, if you're, if you like, how cool would it be to wake up and be like, I'm going to be the best fucking dad I can possibly be. I'm going to play harder than I ever played before with my kids. Holy shit. Those kids, yeah. that, they're going to remember that. That's, you know, one of my mantras or affirmations, you know, I, I interchange them out too, is I am a fun dad. Yeah, man. Write that shit out and oh. read it and breathe. I am a fun dad. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, you know, it's interchangeable. I, 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 whatever it is, I enjoy life. I enjoy, I enjoy whatever it is, name it. We sit there and we dwell on all the things that are, are wrong in our lives. And then we don't actually celebrate those things that are like ownership or, or victories. I'm a fun dad. Fuck. Yeah. I bet you are, man. That's I, I, I dude, I am excited to see you with your family, man. Like it's like, and how much more, how much more is that kid's life going to be? How much more is your wife's life going to be? How much more are you adding to by just being present? Like that's yeah. crazy to think, right? Yeah. And, you know, when it all boils down coming to, you know, the, the work that I'm doing with guys is letting them be the, the hero of their journey, really, is what it is. It's just a guide. I'm guiding you to do this on your own. But whenever you do this, the impact that it has, as in do this, I mean, like starting to eat better, clean up your diet, move more, exercise, whatever it is, just take care of yourself more, lower your stress levels, be more present. It impacts the whole family. If you're taking care of yourself and doing something about the, the, the symptoms that are showing up in your life that you, you worry about or don't like, be it overweight no energy, no motivation. Again, like out of shape, you don't feel good. Your body hurts. When you start doing, become aware that you want to do something about this and make yourself better because there's time. There's a lot of time to change because Mm -hmm. look, if you don't negation knowledge, make a change. If I don't, didn't make a change. If I'm not aware of my lifestyle, my habits, my eating, my nutrition, what I was talking about earlier about the, the men, the people that I've worked with that are rampant with disease, um, diabetes, and is in the healthcare system that um, is, look, man, I wrote this, this down the other day, this stat in 2019, 357,761 men died from heart disease. <laughs> That's CDC. That's just in Three, America. Just in America. Uh, I believe so. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it is. Yeah. yeah. 
Holy shit. So think about those numbers. If you have these symptoms right now, and these symptoms as in a 30-year-old, 40-year-old, 50-year-old, how it shows up, no energy, you're overweight, Mm -hmm. you're lacking confidence maybe in yourself, physical ability, you you won't take your shirt off if you go to the beach. Mm -hmm. Uh, you, You don't have the physical abilities to go run around with your kids and keep up with them. You get out of breath. Worst of all, like, man, I've heard people like, I'm tired of getting out of breath whenever I'm having sex. It's like, yeah, mm. that's not cool. Who was that? Zero percent cool. Holy. Yeah, like, yeah. So looking at these as symptoms, like taking a step back for yourself and looking at these as like, okay, what can I do mm. about these things now? There's so much time. It is so easy. Like you said, it's the little things. Mm. Doing the little things and building and compounding with nutrition and lifestyle changes and exercise movement habits, doing the little things over time will completely change your life for the better. Because if you don't address these symptoms now, these symptoms are gonna turn into uh, insulin resistant, become pre-diabetic. You're gonna have some kind of, uh, they're gonna put you on some kind of blood pressure medicine. Maybe they're going to try to put you on a statin because your LDL and HDLs, all this bullshit statin yeah. nonsense is like, oh, well, start scaring you and you take this drug. And then, yeah, you're look, when you get introduced to pharmaceuticals, there's no plan to get your ass off. No. So if you want to avoid that, because that is the same path that these patients, these 40 year olds, 50 year olds, 60 year olds who have heart attacks, strokes, diabetes, maybe Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, all this stuff. This is the road that they, they went down because whenever I'm in there working with them and they asking me, could I have done anything to not be blind and enjoy or not have a stroke? And I say, yeah, it's, it's, it's facts. You can look this shit up. It's diet and lifestyle. Mm exercise movement like start doing this stuff and it's you know it makes a full circle yeah yeah and it's it's so it's so goddamn evident in especially the music industry entertainment is is wild we oftentimes we make jokes like we get paid in beer and that's it's it's funny but it's also true it's it's sad that you know lifestyle is so fucking jaded man it's just like we we relish in this party lifestyle at the cost of years quite literally off of our Mm -hmm. life and and disease and sickness and it's it's just it's that much more impactful hearing it from yourself with like working with these people that (laughs) they have the hard question what could i have done differently coach (laughs) well yeah man and and it's (laughs) you know going back to those times it's it's tough to see this and I can see the anger. I can see the frustration. I feel it mm. in these, these men mm. who are, you know, are just, fr- just defeated. Yeah. Defeated. And there, there's so many of them. There's so many people and, and are just not being able to enjoy yourself or not knowing what to do whenever you reach retirement. You're just not physically able to do anything. It's like, man, it's over now. <laughs> like, I'm just going to sit here for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like your philosophy, like a hundred years old, go for a fucking hike, man. I'm going to go climb Kilimanjaro when I'm 94. Right. And that's my game. Bro. I, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this story. Uh, one of the last hikes I did in Hawaii, a couple, a couple of the last times I went out in Hawaii, I went and did a sunrise hike. I love going out and doing sunrise hikes. And I did this hike and, um, So I live in South Mississippi right now. It's one of the most unhealthiest states in the United States. Deep fry everything. The southern, right? yeah. And then the <laughs> county, the county I live in is probably, I'm pretty sure, I haven't looked at stats in a while, but up there is one of the most obese, unhealthy counties in the state. So I'm in this, and it's pretty funny to look back, you know, seeing like, yeah, I, I brought one of the first CrossFit gym into this town that's full of gym like man the amount of gyms over here every person in this county should be healthy like there's so many gyms in this small town small town right but it's not and then moving to hawaii and seeing that the different you know hawaii is pretty relative healthy state 
you know, there's a oh, lot yeah. more activity going on, yeah, a yeah, lot yeah, more yeah. things to do, which, yeah, it's fucking paradise. It's amazing. Hiking. So anyway, on this, this hike I did, I was, I was went and I was, I was heading back and there was a steep part of like really steep part of this, this hike, like crazy. I mean, safe to walk up and down. Like I had to put my hands on a couple of times, had good traction and I'm about to get to it. And there's a guy coming down, passing and, you know, just see somebody coming. And when he gets closer, I look up like, Hey, have a good one. You know, just connecting, smiling, waving. And he's like, Hey, what's up? And we passed. And then I stopped and I looked back and I was like, Holy fuck. He, this guy, he had to be in his eighties. He was definitely in his eighties, at least mid eighties. Yeah. And I'm like, I seen him come down. I was like, he's got to go back the same way I'm about to go back up. And I know like how my legs are feeling from what I just went up and down to is like, man, that right there is like, I was like, fuck yeah. I, I that is me. I will yeah. be able to do this hike when I'm that age. Yeah. And so knowing that this is possible, knowing I was like, I know that guy has taken care of himself. I know he has been active, healthy. He didn't overindulge and, and and have these these nutrition habits or just lifestyle habits that cause the, all the disease that everybody wants to avoid i saw that a lot with uh i've been i've been to three three islands now and um i saw that a lot with that that culture very in touch with uh with nature with the process the surf i mean I, it was the first time i understood closing hours mm -hmm. well we're open at this time until surf I was like, what? <laughs> canadian kid get in there what do you mean mm -hmm. well if the surf comes in we shut her down man whole town does i was like it's all cherry bro i was like oh <laughs> all right i'm into that i like that lifestyle that's cool yeah. they don't work too hard because they realize there's so much more to life and they'd much rather go kayak down a, a quiet tranquil river into a beautiful waterfall and hang out there for the day then stand around parading and selling their their shit to people that are like just tourists there to you know there's so much more to it so when we bring this back to like the music community too yeah it's super important to put your music out there it's super important to to uh, connect with your audience and, and be up on socials or if you choose to, you know, tour and get your music heard. And then there's the human element, right? Like we're all fucking rock stars. Like, dude, you're, you're, you're a rock star. You got to have a, a story of how did, what's your, what's your connection to music, man? There's got to be a, there's an inner rock star in you. You've got to have something. This is yeah. Pretty cool. I, I love music. I love, I've loved music since I was a little kid and, and live music and I've been around live music, you know, a lot of my life. My grandpa, he is a, he's known as the godfather of swamp pop down in, in Lafayette, Louisiana. Oh, so he, man, he's played all over the world, all over the world. And, and he's been playing shit, man. I, he started like, maybe he was like 12 <laughs> he used to play behind he used to play behind a wall because he was too young to get in bars oh, yeah, and he's yeah. he's uh in his 83 84 years old now and still <laughs> singing still still performing so he's been a, a legit lifer like he's been doing this shit a career musician his whole life so i grew up watching him and seeing it so like man total respect for musicians and that lifestyle and, and, and i know like it's it's it can be demanding and the hours and all the stuff and so which on side note, makes it even more important to take care of yourself. Yeah. Take care of your health. Do this so that way you can enjoy this, these, this rock star life and be healthy and, and live yeah. a long, happy life too and feel good and have all the things with it. Yeah. Definitely yeah. doable. But uh, anyway, so yeah, man, I grew up, he's a singer and a drummer. He don't play much drums now because he's, you know, 80 in his, in his eighties, yeah. but still singing. So um yeah, man, grew up around a lot of Cajun, Cajun music, Swamp Pop, Zodico, and uh, just love live music. And being in South Louisiana, being around y'all, and so I went to many jazz fests, oh, which man. is, you know, world, people from all over the world get to come in. So, dude, I love, love live music and love hearing good, 
good musicians. And so I love hearing the soul and, and feeling that come through people. Like, you know, we can talk people like Jimi Hendrix. It just comes to mind. Like that is just straight source to me. It's like listening to him play the guitar and anybody who's soulful or, or, you know, uh, really passionate, really good at their, their, their gift music. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love hearing it, love feeling it. And, and yeah, man, just, I love music. Wow, dude, I gotta, I gotta stop you right there. Pause for one sec. Cause I just, I, I, one of the greatest experiences I had ever had was when I went to Nolens, man, Nolens. Hang, hang, hang tight. Cause this is, okay. this is, this is great. Hang on. What was it that I went to get? You guys are going to have to tune in next week on part two to find out. Big thanks to my brodio, Mr. Dustin. Dude, this conversation, you guys definitely tune in. Subscribe, do all the things, share this out with someone you care about, and we will see you again next week for part two. All right? Until then, you stay sweet. Peace! Next to me, staring at the window. Yo, thank you so much for tuning into today's show. If you dig it, please head on over to Apple Podcast to subscribe and rate and review the show. If you feel called to, please share it out with someone you care about that could benefit from the shit that we talk about. All right, that's how we bring about a higher collective consciousness. High tides raise all ships, right? For more info on me, please head to MikeTheSchwartz.com, and you can also find me and my beats under The Rock Doctor M3 on your favorite streaming platform. All right, that's it for now. Till next time, y'all stay sweet. Peace.